Hello people, welcome to the Tactical Dad Podcast. I'm your host Matthew Cook and I am a husband, a father of two children and now a tactical dad. I'm a novice shooter, a beginner in survival and general prepping. However, I do have the ambition of becoming a competitive shooter one day. And so I'm spending countless hours with expert coaches trying to accelerate my knowledge and skills, my marksmanship in this industry. With that being said, as a newbie to this whole world, this is a podcast dedicated to my journey and I really hope to help all those new gun owners along the way. Let's get into it. Hey everybody, welcome to the Tactical Dad Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Cook, and I am the Tactical Dad. In today's episode, episode number 70, we are going to discuss how to become a good shooter, how to become an effective shooter, how to improve your speed and accuracy as a shooter. Now, I'm going to come at this from a very specific standpoint i'm going to come at it from a different perspective because i'm not an expert shooter i'm getting better and i will be one day but i'm not an expert shooter right now but what i am is an expert in understanding and the uh, understanding how we become better at skills i am an expert in when it comes to understanding how the brain and the body learn to be more proficient and skilled in movement And that's what this is. Pulling the trigger is a movement. Handling a weapon is movement. So I'm coming at it from that angle specifically. How do you become a good shooter is how you become good at anything. That is the underlying principle of this whole podcast. Consistency and practice. Essentially, that is it. And then I would throw in there patience. Because it takes time, it's that simple. I had the great pleasure of spending time with and being involved in conducting research with the late Dr. K. Anders Ericsson, who was the pioneer of the 10,000-hour rule. Now, I know there's been lots of books and publications written to challenge that, but they, they, they failed to do so credibly. And I think one of the, one of the good books that, when a good book to read that sort of went, I guess, viral, you could say, or it, it became big for a lot of different people, for a lot of different industries, which is where why the ten thousand why the ten thousand hour rule sort of sticks out to a lot of people. It's it's a very noticeable thing, is because of Malcolm Gladwell's book, The Outliers, and that talked about practice and the 10,000 hours and how basically it takes 10,000 hours to become good at something. Now there are nuances to that. There are, there's more to it. It's more complex than that, but it's a good place to start. Ultimately practicing a heck of a lot and doing it consistently is the key. And then at some point, how you practice becomes even more important. To get going as a beginner, as someone new, as a novice, doesn't really matter. You can't do any bad practice. You can't do the, the, the stereotypical, I hear a lot in, in another industry, is oh, I'm going uh, to pick up bad habits. Well, yeah, but you're going to pick up habits 
bad, good, okay, all sorts of types of habits, no matter what you do. So like, just start, like that's, that's the very beginning, just start practicing good or bad. And you will evolve and adapt over time. And it will all, it will all help and help lay the foundation to becoming a good shooter. Practice, consistency, patience. You, you, you check them boxes, then you will become a good shooter. Now, I'm going to give you a sort of a roadmap from going from a novice to an expert in terms of the elements of learning that need to be that need to be one known, two understood, three implemented. And they are I talked about it in a previous podcast and may, uh, maybe three, four, five podcasts ago. Um I'll reference it in the in the description to this or I'll, I'll somewhat draw a connection between these two because it'd be good for you to listen to that podcast and know those elements than listening to this one. But practice, consistency in the practice. So you, like practicing once and then leaving it a month and then doing it again isn't, isn't really going to be helpful. Or then practicing once every day for a week and then not doing anything for a month and then going again. That also isn't going to be helpful. There's this thing called the spacing effect and you need some time between practice sessions to sort of let that practice sort of manifest and uh, to let that practice sink in and let that practice... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, marinate. There we go. So like, you know, if, if my wife's making dinner and she's going to make chicken, she's going to prep it the night before. She's going to put all sorts of seasonings and sauces and all of this stuff in a bag. She's going to put the chicken in it. She's going to let it marinate overnight. And it's going to be better the next day. Just like whenever you make chili, like it's great that day, but it is awesome the following day. And it's even better the day after. So there needs to be time between for your skills to start to take effect there's a process called synaptogenesis which we won't get into right now but it's the basically the process of learning it's the process of connections in your brain forming and and that takes time it doesn't just happen we're not robots so one just practicing is going to start all of that and then as you get better as you start to become more proficient and more one more competent more importantly more competent more confident sorry, more importantly, more confident, you will begin to get more competent. And then from that, you will undoubtedly see an improvement in performance. And early on as a beginner, it's it's rapid, it's fast. And then there's, there's these plateaus in everything, shooting, any sort of sports, soccer, football, basketball, golf, baseball, you name it, there is little plateaus along the way. And that just means that training needs to change. So training needs to become more complex. It needs to be. It needs to become harder, more challenging. It needs to become something that you fail at a little bit now and again. It takes to. It starts to take more form uh, in terms of in terms of the structure of practicing the tasks, the challenges, the points, the the thing, the elements that you are surrounded by the challenges that you are involved with the activities that you're doing need to become slightly different more complex more challenging to push you that little bit further 
And it just keeps getting more and more and more and more until you're at the point where you really need a very challenging environment to practice in. But at that point, you're going to be a really, really good shooter. You're going to be, you're, you're going to be an expert. And know this, know this as well, that experts in any field, in any domain, know more about that domain than a non-expert or than a novice. So learning, reading, studying, parts of the gun, um, different techniques, all anything you can read and watch and listen to that will help feed your knowledge it's going to make you more of an expert. It's going to have an impact, whether it's significantly or minutely, to your movement skills as a shooter. It just does. It just will. So uh, that's all for me today on on this. We, we can talk way more about this. This is a fun topic for me, learning. And now I'm using that knowledge in this, in, in this industry for me and my ambition and drive and desire to become a competitive shooter and an expert shooter so learning how to become a better shooter an expert shooter being more being faster more accurate practice consistency and patience you start you you, you get on the you you jump on the bandwagon with those three things and you're heading the right direction you can you can chat to people along route and on, on the way, but you're at least heading in the right direction. Thanks for joining me. That's all from me today. I will see you in the next episode. Have a good day.